I am currently working on a project, a manuscript, and it has a, um, to do with your mind. And my son and I um, was discussing emotions and feelings this morning. And I've often talked about um, how our emotions and our feelings are data. They are not there to diagnose us or to give us another identity, but it is something that we are to observe and to assess where did that come from? Where did those feelings that, you know, that that googly feeling in your abdomen, that rising of just this tension and shakiness that you feel, the um, overwhelming sadness that you feel, the anger, um, rage, fuel that is fueling your body. Where did that come from? And it is something that was picked up along the way. And many um, adults in this world, we're, we're walking around with unhealed wounds. We're walking around with interpretations of events that are causing often chronic health conditions, chronic preventative health conditions that are causing mental turmoil, spiritual turmoil, not believing that our lives have meaning and purpose, uh, believing in the vision of our lives, that we are all here to serve a divine purpose, which is to reflect the truth. And my son, we were talking about an incident and, you know, just the feeling, what was going on. And even if you don't have time to interpret a feeling right then, because we, we, we talked about, you know, you want to interpret that. You want to see why it is that you're having that. And you could be in an environment that doesn't allow that, that really um, thorough interpretation that we need, that time to kind of break away from our event circumstances and go within, right? And so you want to allow time for that um, at some other point during the day. Like, you know, often after I go to sleep and after I wake up in the morning, after a restful, you know, sleep, there are things that come to me, you know, about, you know, an event and how I was feeling and what I, you know, what was going on inside of me. And it is a great time early in the morning to allow your inner wisdom, the creator, intuition, whatever you may call call this, to actually come forth and to give you insight on what's going on, on what you need to release and helping you to reinterpret an event or an experience that is more in alignment with your truth, right? And I'm not talking about prettying up a story or making things happen that didn't happen, but I'm talking about freeing yourself from your emotions and feelings. I'm talking about self-mastery. I'm talking about reducing the chances of projecting our unhealed wounds onto others. You know, often we, when we go through things and we don't acknowledge those emotions and feelings, those seeds, those weeds that we've allowed to come into our, our inner garden, you know, we can start looking at everything in our life, start blaming things and going back years and say, you did this. And, you know, I'm mad about this now too. And, and just really, you know, reinforcing 
those negative thoughts inside of us. And then we start projecting, whether it's physical or verbal, our pain onto other people. And we don't have to live that way. There is another way. And that way is through self-mastery. That way is through observation. That way is through self-reflection, internalization, because every experience I believe is for us. And it's so easy to start looking at other people. You know, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have experienced this. Well, if it wasn't for them, they would not have caused you to say, okay, I allow this to happen to me. Why? So when they say pain can be your greatest teacher, it is to teach you where you have veered from your truth where you have allowed other people to impress upon you an identity that doesn't match who you really are. And so when I think of experience and I tell you, you know, as children, you know, it's, it's so much easier, I think, to see the truth um, when we can help ground our children in understanding their emotions and feelings, understanding when anger comes to visit you, that anger doesn't, can't sit, can't come in your house and you're in a garden unless you invite it in. Anxiety cannot come in unless you say, hey, come in. You're welcome to stay. And there's something within us that says that it's okay for them to stay. It's something within us that invites them to come and live with us, right? So it's it's always about, and, and I had posted something earlier this week, you know, the man in the mirror. You remember Michael Jackson's song. It's all about looking at the person in the mirror. What have I allowed to come in my life? Why am I getting, feeling nervousness? Why am I feeling afraid? Why am I having this, this feeling depressed? Why am I feeling, why am I having constant thoughts of an event that is leaving me frozen? And it will boil down to that we are allowing emotions and feelings to master us instead of mastering them. You know, we weren't born to be slave to our emotions and feelings. We were not created to forget that our lives have meaning and purpose. We are more powerful, as the Course of Miracles says, we are more powerful than we know. And yes, that, if you allow it, can bring about fear or it can bring a sense of freedom. That, um, oh gosh, I think it's in uh, Florence Shin as she wrote, you know, we, we bring to ourselves things. We, we limit ourselves, ourselves. We bring to us ourselves with our thoughts, with our actions. And we also um, limit ourselves with our thoughts and our actions. And whether it's um, all of it is self-imposed when you think about it, you know, whether we have the thoughts ourselves or we've allowed others to drop their seed thoughts inside of us. You know, every at every point we have fertile soil. We have fertile soil with love. We have fertile soil with fear, pain. 
And the end result of our internal garden, the end result of the harvest, the end result of the product, which is us, our entire being, being is going to be what we constantly feed, feed ourselves. Whether we, you know, what we take in, just, just assume for ourselves or what we allow people to give us. And so breaking the cycle of pain, again, is about getting to those thoughts that created it in the first place. You know, and we cannot blame, honestly, anyone for our thoughts. We have to be responsible and accountable for what we have accrued over time. And when we increase our, when we acknowledge, when we say, okay, regardless of what someone did or or didn't do, said or didn't say, I am still accountable for myself. I am still responsible for myself, even though I am not the total person that is responsible for everything that happened. I am responsible for myself. I'm not responsible for other people's actions because out of their, their heart, flows the issues of life, whether it be painful experiences or or words or loving words and loving experiences. So this, as as you know, on Wednesday, Thursdays, (laughs) I do um, the Seeds We Plant series. And those seeds are those emotions and feelings. Because it, it, you know, experiences, when you think about experiences, you can have two people go through the same experience and those two people will have a different ter- interpretation. And it's because of how they perceived the experience. It's because of them, one person remembering who they are and remembering that no experiences define them, remembering that life, learn they learn, you know, they have life lessons, they learn from that experience and they take that experience to they take what they learn to the next experience versus having someone that believes the world is against them, believe there's nothing to learn and that it's all on the other person. So again, it's about our interpretation of this data that we see. The emotions and feelings that we have that rise up within us are often, you know, they, they are there for us to delve deep and say, why, why is this happening? And we wait patiently for a response because I do believe if we ask, we shall receive. That if we send it out into the universe and say, okay, why am I feeling this way? The answer can do nothing but come, come to you. And often it's when you least expect it. And so times of self-reflection, times of releasing others from blame, and really going within and making those internal changes to bring about a generational cycle of love. We don't have to spew our pain to our children or to other people because we're just continuing the cycle. But if we do that self-assessment and we put, we nip things in the bud, like my mom often said, you know, as one of her principles I've talked about, we nip it in the bud and don't allow our pain or what we have to go to another person. We have just broken that cycle of pain and we continue to do that. And we will start to see the cycles of love. 
which we are here to express. We are love, we are an expression of love, and we are here to nourish, to embody, to nourish and express that love in service with our divine gifts and talents. I'll talk to you guys soon. Take care of yourself. As always, make this lifetime great. Um, As you know, I do um, um, fulfill your divine purpose on Facebook. And I really wanted that to be where we, we, we realize or acknowledge that our lives have meaning, have purpose. We have potential gifts and talents and that we are doing what we need to do to create that cycle of love. And it always starts with ourselves. So this taking care of our body with our, that is the vehicle for our message and um, just really enjoying the fruits of our labor. So, all right, I'll talk to you guys soon. Take care of yourself again, as always make this lifetime great, great because you still can, you are here to make the difference, to be the difference.